Hi, I'm Lori, and I want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. And I'm Rhonda. Lori and I are pastors here in Ottawa, Canada, and we're both wives, moms, and most importantly, daughters and servants of God. And it's our hope and prayer that you would have awakening moments with us as we wrestle through the hard things in life. Lori and I love that we can share our lives with you, so grab your tea or coffee and let's awaken our hearts together. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Laura. Wow, we're back at it. <laughs> we're back at it. Feels like so much has happened oh my goodness. since the last time we podcasted I together. No, I know, because <laughs> we did a whole bunch of um, episodes. Yeah, lots of interviews. Sh- yeah, interviews and a short mm-hmm. amount of time. Oh, I've been so enjoying I all know. of the incredible stories, eh? I know. Incredible women, like, and just the things that God has been doing in their lives and celebrating that. Like, it's been so beautiful. Yeah. It's been so beautiful. But yeah, I'm excited to be back. I feel a little bit like in this time of, you know, social distancing and all this stuff, I'm not like getting my word count in for the day. <laughs> I, that's why when we met this morning, it was like we talked for about 45 minutes before we started I our first know, podcast. I know. Like I Get literally feel like, you know, we have like, although, although there is a lot of people that we're talking to and connecting with, but it's a little bit different. Eh? Yeah. I really miss seeing our staff. Yeah. I miss that constant interaction. Yeah. And just for those that are listening, we are podcasting during the coronavirus and we are social distancing. Even Lori and I podcasting. We are. That's true. We are totally social distancing yes. as we're doing this yes, so yes. if anyone's listening being alarmed we don't need you to let we're keeping know. our yeah we're keeping our distance don't we're on worry. it we yeah, are we're being worry. mindful so yeah 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 we're being sure. extremely so, mindful so what's life looking like you right now oh. for you right now what's well you know i i think day to day i am a very routine person i don't know if you're like that laura but i am extremely routine so Firstly, I find I feel a little disoriented. Like it's taken me, it's been about, what, about a week since it's really cracked down. Yeah. A little bit more than that. I don't yeah, know. Two weeks. Now, two, two weeks. Two weeks now. Weeks yeah. So, yeah. Time yeah. is, look at even that. About two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Lost track We're of time. two weeks in. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Two weeks. And I feel like a little, I'm just coming out of feeling a little creating a new routine but I was disoriented for a little bit but I think we're just trying to figure out like how to do ministry in a different way how to do life in a different way schooling kids family life in a different way you know my husband is working for Jay's working from home now we're working from home also I've been coming a little bit into the office but we are definitely not interacting as staff no we're completely in different spots in the building doing our own thing Um, and just a few of us staff are in but it's literally like that like it's completely everything's so different yeah so I think we're just trying to figure that I feel like this week a few things are starting to kind of land we're getting a bit more of a an idea of where we want to head and what we want to do with this time a new normal yeah, new normal. yeah. yeah. how about yeah. for you yeah same like similar like I, I don't mind change so a change in routine is a little bit it has it like a little edge of excitement for me because it's like ooh, what, what could I do with this you know but actually it's been so busy like it's been so busy for us in terms of even just having to do a full pivot on ministry like closing the building of the church has just changed everything about how we think about how we do ministry you know those gathering points and those opportunities to come together um yeah it's just shifted everything and so I it's been a lot. It's been a whirlwind mm-hmm. to have to so quickly 
think of different ways, pray about different ways and just get inspiration in different ways to connect. But it's also in a beautiful way, like reprioritize for sure what is important for sure. And like, I've just felt like at the end of the day, if we can't gather, if there's not like the assembling of yourselves together, you know, if you're not having that weekly gathering, um, then what really matters? The people. Yes. That's all that really matters. And so we've just been working, like our whole team has been working so hard to connect with our people personally with a phone call, with, um, you know, sending messages and emails and support and prayer and outreach. Like just how can we let them know that we love them and we're praying for them Mm -hmm. and we want to serve them. And Mm -hmm. so we're like literally talking like, thousands thousands yeah. <laughs> calls <laughs> and connections so it, it's been it's been intense it has been like but I know beautiful, beautiful too yeah. but intense intense because you really feel like how do you lead your pe- how do you lead people through this season that are looking for leadership if you don't have a pulse on what's happening and I have to say this is not just a plug just because I really have to say you and Jay have really Pastor Jason have really taken a huge lead in that in rallying us as a staff to get behind that vision because it really is about the people we, when we strip aside all the technology and all of the things that we do the programs the administration it's about the people. That's what we came into ministry for and to do is to love people and to walk with people in all seasons of their lives. And so this is really putting that boots on the ground and you are both modeling that firsthand. And so it's been an honor to lead that together. And it really does bring a unification as a staff to be like, we're all in this together, doing this all together with everyone. And we're also walking this through too. Like it's beautiful on the phone because people say like, how are you guys doing? We're not exempt from feeling overwhelmed or feeling just like, wow, this is such a new way of doing life. And I'm just like, however, we're walking this through. We are not exempt, but the grace of God is sufficient. Yes. And something comes over you. There's graces for every season, for every day. And I, I keep even telling the kids, you know, when you look at the news, when you look at different things, you can get overwhelmed, but we actually don't have the grace for tomorrow. It's not available to us yet because we're not even there. And God even says, don't even worry about tomorrow. Exactly. Like you're not even promised tomorrow. Like don't even worry. That's right. But today, what we have for today, there's provision for. And not saying we don't look ahead or use wisdom, but we can get overcome as we think of all the unknowns, as we follow this could last, how long, and we can just become overcome. But actually the grace is for today. And that's what God tells us to be present in the moment in what we take captive in our thoughts and our hearts. And so I think that's helping even in our family kind of walking that through because we're having, we're being challenged in that too. Like even as a church and we're talking with people on on the phone or we're looking at our own situations, our own lives, our own church, our own, how the ministry is going to move forward. We're thinking, is this going to be like six months, a year? But the grace is actually for today. Exactly. That's so, so good. I mean, I mean, what does the scripture tell us, right? His n- mercies are new every morning. So every morning when yes. we wake up, we can grab hold of the mercy that's fresh and new for that day. And so, oh, I love that. That's a great, great reminder and a really good perspective, I think, for sure. Okay, so that's kind of the work front. What does home life look like for you? Because oh. now you've got two teenagers at home. I've got four teenagers at home. What What's... 
like what's just that okay well you got it like, you should talk about it first oh, i think well. yours is way more funny than mine you've well, got it's four not even just funny it's so annoying to be honest it's so Dave, annoying you've got all this yeah, happening yeah, so you've got to sure. share first it's so funny oh my goodness well so i've got yeah four teenagers at home so one my oldest he's working from home so he is still working um they he's been put on a three-week work from home uh minimum three weeks and so he's just every day so diligent up early in the morning you know at his computer all day just doing his work he does like graphic design and media arts so he's doing all his stuff and then um and then i've got another teenager who uh i don't want to out him but it's gonna be (laughs) obvious who it is if you know our family but anyways he has got his clock completely turned around and so he's going to bed at like I'm not even joking, like six o'clock, <laughs> seven in the morning. Like I'm getting up at five, oh, five thirty. He's doing and the he night shift. Still up. Oh my goodness. And literally, like most nights, he wakes me up through the night because of his exuberance. He's with all his friends. They're online, gaming, building Minecraft. What I don't know, whatever they're doing. They're doing all kinds of gaming things. He's together. I mean, he's probably socially doing the best of all my kids because wow. there's so much connection. But um, but yeah, keeping me up all night and driving me in insane i literally probably get up every other night and go and yell at him like what are you doing <laughs> blah, 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 blah. so anyway so we've got to get his clock turned around because oh, he my is goodness. just on a different schedule and then he sleeps till four in the afternoon like it's it's disgusting it actually it's appalling <laughs> <laughs> i'm embarrassed to say don't judge me as a parent okay? yeah he's literally on the night shift he's literally uh, on the night shift it's so annoying oh my and goodness, then Lord. and then of course the girls they're home oh. and you know one of my girls is super introverted loving her life like she is in her glory being with her family all day being home no social interaction you know no kind of social anxiety right like she's just loving life and then I've got another one who's super extroverted and dying like she's literally like mom let's go for a drive I just need to drive by my friend's house can I just wave from the from the car like I just need to see people like please mom please take me for a drive and we all know who they are if we know your family too (laughs) it's very obvious too it's super cute so 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 anyways and so all that's going on we're trying to work from home you know yesterday I'm making pastoral calls and you know one's in the kitchen I'm burning my my quesadilla is burning I don't want the smoke (laughs) alarm to go off blah 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 there's like chaos ensuing behind you know it's just so you do have to just laugh but yeah there's no quiet and there's no uh, moments of alone time yes (laughs) you know what I'm saying like there's like it's just like okay but you know it It is what it is yeah it is early summer summer is here so and can you imagine if they don't go back uh i'm actually there's enough grace for today okay amen amen. let's go back to that let's go back to that there's grace for today for today that's true oh my goodness so funny so yeah and then the evenings though like you know dinners together and walks in the evening and you know just family time some family devotion time and you know, uh, you know, some watching some shows together, just like a spending yeah. time together, which is really precious. Yeah, really, really, really precious. Just having that all yeah. family time together. So we're taking advantage of that and just loving that. And I really love them. Like, uh, they're amazing humans. Like they're fun. Oh, and yeah. they're funny. And our conversations are just hilarious and entertaining. And they're teaching me TikTok dances. And like, you know, it's just it's just fun. So Aww. I love that part of it. 
I know. And I think so many people are loving your stories because they're all feeling the same working from home. Like how many calls we've made, they're like, yeah, I'm at the, di- on the kitchen table. My husband's at the dining table or they're all over the house and the kids are in and out. It's so funny. But yeah, no, same. Yeah. yeah, I think similar. Your I have household? one that's, yeah, I have one that's extremely like, she is more introverted than a homebody. She loves a family together. So exactly the same. She's thriving. Um, and my other daughter is kind of in the middle. She's always on FaceTime. She's always talking. Yeah. But I've got two... And they're, you know, I'm really grateful because I'm really seeing now, like they are really close. Not all siblings, you know, are always, yeah, are yeah, always yeah. close. Sometimes mm-hmm. just personalities. They just happen to have personalities that also really work together. And so it's just been really great for that too. But it's, I told them like, this is the last week of like no routine. I'm like, you yeah. need it. Like staying up to like two in the morning, yeah. sleeping until 12. Okay, that's fine for like a week or two. Yeah. But I'm like, you are definitely getting it's back true. in next week. It's like, true. So they're coming yeah. up with ideas. They're not too thrilled about it. Well, my one is really excited. Right. Because my youngest, like your youngest, is a little bit more introverted, but she yes. loves routine. Yeah, same. She's very same. responsible. She likes yes. to have a schedule. Yes. She's still been doing homework. She right. loves it. Right. My other daughter is like loving this free time. Like it's summertime. And I was like, no, we are going to have to rein this in. But I have to say, we have done so many puzzles. 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 Who You're knew? A puzzle family. Uh, no, we weren't. Oh. <laughs> we are now. Oh, we are loving puzzles. And all four of you get into it. All four of us get into it. Now, you know, my one daughter, my youngest, is crazy into it. Oh. Like Jay. Like her and Jay. Love it, love it, love it. Oh. And I do love it too. But my other daughter, she does it to be with us. We make her do it. We give her all the easy parts. She'd be upset if I told that on the phone, but I mean, ah! on the podcast, <laughs> we give her the outlines, you know, we'll give her the first thing to kind of get yeah, her baited all the flat, in. All the flat ones. All, yeah, yeah. The easy ones to get her baited in and then she gets sucked in. But we have done so many puzzles. We actually have had to order a bunch online because we're just done. Can't almost you just done. redo a puzzle once you do it though? Well, it's kind of fun to do new ones. Oh, okay. But I have to say the puzzle prices, okay, this is just, it's crazy. They've gone up. They're super expensive because oh they're all sold goodness. out everywhere. So if you've no, yes, well, Larry, you you need to you need to lend your puzzles out. Seriously, Maybe you can rent them. I know someone's gonna be if <laughs> you have any renting. extra really good puzzles, but we're picky puzzles too. I don't like like nature puzzles or really hard ones. They've got to kind of be fun. We have a bunch of Disney ones and like okay. yeah. Anyways, that's totally off topic, but we're puzzling. So who <laughs> knew? And then I'm just yeah, same thing like yeah. a project Bible project. Yeah. If anyone is at home with their kids too, those are really great videos. Like even just YouTubing like a five, six minute video and talk about it. Like those are awesome, awesome videos. So we've yep. been kind of looking at some of those and nice. Yeah. So really good. That's great. That's but it great. is chaotic. Yeah. And yeah, there is no weird. space. It is weird. And I'm a bit more yeah. of an introvert. People don't know that about me because yeah. I have a very extroverted personality. Yeah. But for me to not have home with some routine and yeah. some like alone time, alone and down, time, downtime. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone's in my space all the time. Mm-hmm. I can't even hide my snacks now. <laughs> <laughs> you're making making pastoral calls from your bedrooms is not ideal no it's not ideal I'm, up yeah. in your bedroom no, all day it's not ideal with your dog barking outside oh no my dogs are on my lap oh, never mind outside right yeah they have to be in with me but anyways like oh, dave with jason yeah, they're like yeah, yeah. that with me but anyways all that to say it is got a lot every family is different with different dynamics we're all having different things to manage through yeah. but at the end of the day there's grace for today yeah there's grace for so today good. that's and a great takeaway that's a great awakening moment for us 
mm-hmm. honestly, just to remember that and grab hold of that. It's yeah. so true. And I'm so proud of our team too for all the online stuff. This is a real stretch for all yes. of us. Yes. Like none of us have ever had really an online presence or done no. live videos before. Like we just haven't done that before. And every single one of them are just diving straight into it and doing such a great job. They're really, yeah. really beautiful at nine o'clock and 12 o'clock, just logging in and having those live experiences and prayer yeah. times and devotions. Really good. It's so good. It's been great. It's yeah. been stretching, but great. It's so great. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. And doing services has been a really unique thing. Yeah. The first Sunday when we all showed up, yeah. that was... Yeah. It was something else, eh? Like yeah. to be walk into a sanctuary on a Sunday morning and there's no one in the parking lot but our cars. Yeah. And no one in the church but a few of us staff. Yeah. And everyone involved is only staff. Yeah. And maybe a spouse or two that are, you know, not at risk that yeah. are involved. Yeah. And um, as, as far as jobs that are going to put any yeah. of us at risk. But um, it's been quite something. Yeah. We really miss our people. Yeah. It's been beautiful to have that connection, but it really does make you appreciate what oh. maybe you've taken we've taken for granted we've never yes. not had the no. opportunity to meet no, it's true whereas it's all over true. the world this has yeah. been this is like a luxury for us to be able to yeah. do this they have not yeah. like i think of certain countries they've never really had to be able to meet publicly yes. like this yes so this just brings us right back to that first sunday back it's gonna be oh my goodness we're literally i said we, such a celebration like such a celebration yeah. like people are going to be beside themselves yes. like, i'm gonna be beside myself oh me too me too <gasps> oh, me too it's great that. it's Love great that. and so like in this time yeah what are you sensing from god like what what have your your times with god been like what have your your devotional times been like what are you sensing in your spirit like that god is kind of saying in this season what are you what are you feeling about this because you know I mean, definitely in our history, I think in the history of the world, like I don't know if there's ever been something that has affected the entire world at the same time Mm -hmm. like this that we're walking. So it's very, very different. It's very uh, like we've never seen it before. What are you what are you sensing about all this? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I I have a journal that I have for prophetic words or words I just sense or scriptures that are really, I feel are timely for whether it's on my, my life or for the church or okay. just some sensing prophetic. And as we've talked about at the church, spiritual gifts are really yeah. important to know that God has gifted each of us with spiritual gifts. Yeah. And one of those things for me is prophetic. And so I tend to have a picture or a scripture will just pop right up. And I have like kind of like verbiage that goes with that scripture yep. in a timely manner. And I've been charting, I... Over, I would say at Christmas time, I started, I broke out, I, I chose a journal just for prophetic words. Okay. And I asked the Holy Spirit to help me remember prophetic words I've had since I was young. Like anything that kind of stood out, whatever. So I started writing them all. I would say since the fall till now, yeah, it's more than half of my journal from all the years before. So there has been an acceleration, I really believe, in what God's doing in the spirit realm and even in the prophetic, like what God is speaking through his word. We are living in a quite a time. This is a sovereign time. Not that any time is less than others, but there are destined times that rise. And I feel like 2020, we started a new decade. What a way to start a decade. Oh my goodness. Like we have really pivoted it into a whole different sphere Oh, globally. Of the of the, world, the world as we in know the world. it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I feel like God is definitely speaking 
like through his word, it's yeah. like scriptures we've read over and just prayed are now like the meat we yeah. are feeding on. So alive. Yeah. So alive. It's like jumping off the pages. It is. it is. Like be anxious for nothing but in everything through prayer. We've quoted that scripture in Philippians, but now it's like literally every yeah. word is jumping and becoming yeah. meat. So I just feel like what God is doing in, in my life personally is all... I love the word of God. I know I keep saying that over and over, but there is something about like just quoting scriptures and finding truth in the word of God and fresh revelation. I just feel like God's just doing that easily. Yeah. Like we're just reading words yeah. and it's just like yeah. right away. It's like, oh my yeah. goodness, everything is just moving so quickly. Yeah. So that's kind of what I sense and I've just been writing it down. So any of those listening, if that's happening, like scriptures are speaking to you, daily just write them down. True. The power in just writing them down and why just recording that. Yeah. And, um, and asking God, why? Yeah, why is yeah. this? What does this mean? What yeah. is this? What are you saying? What are you speaking? Like taking time to listen because yeah. honestly, if you just start to write, sometimes I find even that when I start writing a prayer, it turns into either something from God. It turns into yes. like, I just write dear, like dear Lord, like da, da, da. And I, I'll start to, you know, praise him or thank him or, and it's a prayer first. And all of a sudden an utterance just starts to come. That's not, uh, it's yes. not for me. Like it's not my words. All of a sudden something starts to pour into it. Right. So yeah, I just, we just encourage you as you're in your time with God, like God is speaking in this time yes. in a powerful way, both personally, but also for other people, encouraging other people for, you know, for the, for the world, for the church. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So I know I, you and I could go on and on about all that God is speaking to our lives. But Laura, what would you say for you right now? Oh, I mean, similar. It's it's like it's like as I look back to, I don't even know how far back I'd go, but probably the fall. You know, the the early fall, like September, kind of going August September. Um, it, it's like everything has been a setup for what's happening now, right? Mm -hmm. And even the journey that I've been on that I've shared a lot about, about just being set free completely from stress and anxiety and striving and earning and all of those things. Like, I just can see how like it's a part of what God wants to do in all of us. It's not mm -hmm. it's not unique to to me. Mm -hmm. But even as I listen to worship culture and even as I see like the the it seems to be coming from every different angle in every different way. Songs that are written for that very thing that yeah. we wouldn't be anxious. I speak the name of Jesus over all anxiety. I speak the name of Jesus over depression, over, you know, these things that literally have plagued us and robbed us and stolen from us, stolen the joy, stolen the peace, stolen all that God has so freely provided for us. And so I, I just feel like even as an entire culture and then to go into a season like this, mm. a season that is filled with anxiety and fear and the unknown and uncertainty and all of those things like wow, like there, there really is, it's like I can see so plainly and so clearly that like every day we can, if we want to grab hold of that provision that God has made for us, or we can grab hold of the anxiety and the fear yes. and all that. It's like, it's like, it's right in our face. That's right. The option of grabbing, which, you know, that, that scripture, we, I think we read it on the podcast not that long ago about Deuteronomy 30, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. I give you this day choose between death and life like what is going to bring about death what is going to rob the joy and the peace what is going to bring life 
mm-hmm. abundant life that Jesus came to bring us. So I just feel that message so prevalently, like so strongly on my heart, that message of God's provision and that message of, of, of all of that. And so as I just look back and see all that God has done, and then as we go into this this season, it just seems like this is a global, global movement. And mm. And I don't know if it's because, you know, a stress and worry and busyness and distractions and all of those things have literally been an idol or mm-hmm. a god in our life that we've served these things we've been slaves to these things for 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 a long time i know i have like i can mm-hmm. make that really personal like i know i i was just a slave mm-hmm. to that stress i was a slave to the anxiety of the day and fear and just like just working so hard trying to earn trying to strive trying to be mm-hmm. good enough trying mm-hmm. to do enough you know to i don't i don't even know this endless quest of doing and so I'm just, I'm just so thankful that I'm no longer a slave to that. I'm no Mm -hmm. longer enslaved to all of that. And just that even in this difficult time that God's peace can still reign in my heart and in my life. And so, so yeah, so those are just some of the things as I just watch, like on a kind of, as I look above all that's happened, all the very specific things that have happened and look at the journey, that's what it's felt like for me. And so I just feel like that peace and that provision is still so tangible and so available for everyone. Yes. Every day. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like it's not gone. It's not like it's literally, it's so tangible and it's exciting. Like it's exciting. We can literally grab hold of it and it's found in God's word. That's what you're saying. Like, why we're so passionate about it is because literally that provision's found every day in his word. Every day. He'll tell every day. you, yes, this is what I've given you. This is the life you have in me. This is what I have provided for you. And this is how you get it. It tells you every time. Totally. So specifically. And then it also tells you, though, this is how you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, a couple of the verses I've been studying have been come through Proverbs. And literally every verse in Proverbs is do this and get death. Do this and get life. Yeah. The comparison. Every verse. Black and white. Black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah, yeah. single verse. Wow. Do this and you will have life. Do this and you will have death. So, you know, but it's almost like every verse just seems to speak to me in that way, in that very, very specific way. So, yeah. No, I love that. And I think we we love this because we've been quoting this as a staff. We've had this in some of our prayer times, but that Deuteronomy 30. Yeah. And I think this is exactly, this kind of started happening, probably would you say maybe end late fall into early winter, but the, t- the title of the chapter is A Call to Return to the Lord. Whoa. And then it goes into saying the choice of life or death. And that is exactly what's happening. There's a call to return to the Lord, to return to the Lord, to return to what matters in his kingdom. Yes. To return to the Lord as him being Lord and King over all things. He's tearing down idols. And, you know, even that Pete, like what we're choosing, it's saying, no, I am choosing life or death because I am returning to the Lord. Yep. So what kingdom am I choosing? Yep. But a call to return to the Lord. And I love this scripture because you were just talking about Deuteronomy 30. It's become like something so close to my heart, but I love when we think, oh, this is too hard. How do I do this? How do I get through this circumstance? You have no idea. Like this is just overwhelming. It goes on to say in, in Deuteronomy 30, 11, is talking about returning to the Lord. And it says, it says right here in verse 11, this command I'm giving you today is not too difficult for you. I love that. And it is not beyond your reach. 
It is not kept in heaven so distant that you must ask, who will go up to heaven and bring it down so we can hear it and obey it? It is not kept beyond the sea so far away that you must ask, who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear it and obey? No, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart so you can obey it. Now listen today. I'm giving you the choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep his commands and and walk in his ways. And as you do this, you will live and multiply. And it goes on with all the blessings. But isn't that true? We always say, oh, this is too hard. How am I to this? God say, this is not too hard for you. It's not too hard. (laughs) I've already written it on your heart. And that's why it says like, God, may you meditate on his word day and night that I may not sin. Like his word is written. It goes into our hearts. And so... I just love that. It's a call to return to the Lord, a call for him to be Lord and King of every emotion, of every circumstance. Yeah. This is an opportunity for us to show God yes. that we love him and to say, yes. I'm not choosing this, even though yes. my emotions want to lead me here. Yeah. I'm choosing you to be the, the King yeah. of this emotion, of this circumstance. So yeah. I, it's a call to return. Yeah. This is a call to return. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. It's so, so powerful. Yeah. And honestly, in this time, like, you know, in the past, often when stressful things happen, difficult things happen, even when we're hurt or someone, you know, uh, just a difficult relationship, often we go to a friend, we go to someone and we talk to them about it and we're frustrated about what has happened mm-hmm. and we're looking for some sort of, you know, justice. We're looking for someone to be on our side about, mm-hmm. you know, the atrocities. I mean, even what's happening right now, businesses are closing and yes. it's it's devastating. devastating. Like it, it absolutely is devastating. But God actually says to us, come to me with those things. Yes. Come to me with those things that are on your heart. And you know, even as you and I talk about this, it's not because we do this perfectly and we don't no, in any way, shape or form. Like, like sometimes I wonder, and I write it in my devotions all the time, Lord, you know, you literally have given us this provision of life. Why so often do we not choose it? It's better every time. It is the better way. Why don't we choose it? But again, so often we need gratification of some sort of way of, you know, our feelings of, you know, of the atrocities that have happened, of the injustice that's happened to us. We need some sort of gratification in that, but that will never give us the life that God promises that if we bring it to him and we genuinely come to him on our knees, humbly and contrite before him, like his provision is there for us. And I mean, I found myself even this week, like just overwhelmed, overwhelmed with having to change every change the way we do everything overwhelmed with thousands of people that God has entrusted into our care Mm -hmm. and you know I did I had to go on my knees and just say Lord I'm so sorry I'm so sorry for taking all of this upon my shoulders God these are your people I'm so sorry for allowing Mm -hmm. the weight of that and the stress of that and the burden of that you know to to weigh me down yeah. I had to freshly give it to the Lord. And literally, as I opened up his word again, his faithful provision was there. And all of a sudden, that full lightness, like the the complete life and abundant life and lightness just came over physically. Like I felt it physically on my whole body. And my whole countenance changed and my attitude changed. And ev- like everything about how I was feeling changed. And so again, I have to walk this out every day because moments just get 
too overwhelming. And Mm -hmm. it literally is a choice, sometimes moment by moment, emotion by emotion, feeling by feeling. And if the last few weeks have told us anything, it's that things are changing so fast. Yes. Like one day they say, okay, um, you know, just keep a, keep a little bit of distance or you can only gather in groups of 50. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Then the next day it's like, no, only groups of 10. Then the next day it's like, no, don't leave your house. And you're like, um, that was fast. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Like it's so fast. I mean, all of this unfolded a week after our conference, one, one week. week. Yeah. Like one week, difference and we would have had to cancel our conference wow like it's just so fast so yeah so it it does feel overwhelming in moments and we have to bring that to the lord he's the only one that can handle it he's the only one that can handle it he's and he has one. a provision he I has a provision that. it really is i love how you're just saying that bringing it to the lord because as we it's not about doing it correctly and perfectly no it's about recognizing, like having those moments to be like, I've, I'm failing here. Or I'm operating in a way that's not healthy here because I can't control. We can live in fear or we can live in peace. We can't change. Like the fear is not actually going to change your circumstance, is it? No. Like nothing. No. Peace will change how you walk through your circumstance and so will fear. They'll change yes. how you walk through, but it actually yes. has zero control. It doesn't change your circumstance no, though. it doesn't. You might've still lost your job by being overcome with fear and anxiety will not get that job back. And that is the truth. It's a hard thing to think about, but it's the truth. And I'm not saying we don't have those moments to cry and to grieve and to have someone to join, but when we choose to align with that, to walk a season out, that that actually becomes the way we're walking out, that becomes full of pain and death and it's void of life. It's void of life. But if we choose peace, intentionally choose it and we bring it to God, like all the anxiety and the fear, it's not saying that won't rise up. It doesn't mean that you're not a man or woman of faith because you have these experiences or these emotions. Absolutely not. But it's where to go with it. And that's the thing, what you're saying. I think it's hope for people to be like, as it happens, bring it. Bring it to God. We talked about that at the Heart Conference, the daily divine chuck. The ladies love that, Rhonda. But that is the truth. It's repentance. To say, I repent of fear because that's, it says, perfect love casts out fear. Fear is not of God. Why do I align with that? But I can become easily overcome by fear, anxiety. I can, or feel like you said, the stress. But that's not of God. And we have to repent of that and say, I've been carrying this. I give you this weight, this rock. And then God takes it. He's the only one that can take it. And the divine chuck is he removes that sin as far as the east is from the west. Because the root of that is a lack of trust in God. That it I, is. It's actually like, I can handle this and you can't, God. It's a lack of trust. It is. And when you base it right back down, it's yeah. pride. It's like, I can handle this. I can do this. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to control this. And God wants to say like, no, no, you can't. So we've got to repent. Fear is not of God. And it's a sin according to God. Anxiety is a sin. It really is. Now, I'm not talking, I'm going to be very clear. Like when we're talking about medical and trauma and different things that people are going through, I'm not talking about that. But I am saying like, even if those are things that you struggle with, us just relying on medication or just relying on doctors and not going to God with it, 
as number one to say, God, I'm working through this. Yep. And I thank you for the doctors. I thank you for all we, that you've we brought along. Everything. We every, use all every of options, it. We, every option we have. Yeah. Like, so I want to be very careful. Like I, yeah, I want to yeah, be yeah, very yeah. careful in yeah. prefacing that. I yeah. obviously, as we're talking, we're not covering every single aspect yeah, of fear yeah, 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 yeah. and anxiety. But I'm just yeah. talking about yeah. specifically when I'm walking through those moments, when yeah. I hear, yeah. you know, in my own life, even, you know, different things in our own lives yeah we we can easily align we've got well, a we daily divine yeah. and we don't we don't like even in even in talking about that it's not to say that what the circumstance that you're walking is not absolutely terrible and really For really sure. really hard yes. like it's not to diminish in any way what yes. you're going through um you know I, I mean we've i've had conversations with people you know this week who you know, parents have had an accident and are in the hospital in another country yes. and you can't get to them. Yes. And you're so like, they're, they're, they're absolutely devastated for their elderly parent uh, they're in, yeah. in so many different ways. I mean, there are so many elderly parents in countries that don't have the yes. type of medical yes. care that we have here. Yes. And they're, they're, as their kids, they're carrying the weight of that, you know, so it's not to diminish really totally. difficult circumstances. You know, we've had losses in this time. We've had, yeah. you know, people that have had terrible, like terrible, devastating diagnosis that are happening right now in That's the midst right. of all this. That's it's right. not to diminish really, really hard circumstances. But again, you get to decide how you walk That's out right. That's right. those circumstances. That's and again, right. every time we bring along the companion of fear, every time we bring along the companion of anxiety, it robs you of the life and the peace that you yes. could have in walking yes. that out. Again, it doesn't change the circumstance, neither. No. The peace doesn't no. change the circumstance and the fear doesn't change the circumstance. No. But how you walk it out, it feels completely, completely different. Totally. You know, for me, even just in a small way this week, I was biting at my kids. I was frustrated. I was losing, losing, like a, I had a little patience because I was just feeling just the weight of all of the decisions that we had to make so quickly. And are we making the right decisions? And are we, you know, are, you yes. know, are we able to connect with everybody? Are we finding the people that are the most vulnerable and just feeling all the weight of that? And in that, every time someone talked to me, I wanted to bite their head off because, <laughs> know, you know, I this know. is what was happening. On you're like, I'm solving bigger problems than your quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> your burnt quesadilla. I don't care that your quesadilla is burnt. You know, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But it's like, how do I walk that yeah. out? doesn't change all that all that is still there yeah all that is still there it's still very very real it's still a very real weight but how I look at that and how I approach that changes everything that's everything right. from a position of peace and rest in God and trust yes. Yes. like ultimate trust and so again no matter what devastating things you're facing whether you've lost your job or your business might go under like it is not to diminish the devastation of that but literally, can you lay that down and trust God? Yeah. Like absolutely trust God with what is going to happen with tomorrow, right? We're only promised today. So can you trust him yeah. with tomorrow and not take on the worry of tomorrow, yeah. that which we don't know? Yeah. Again, I love, it's not too hard for him. No. It's not too hard for him. No. And, you know, you had another really powerful scripture and powerful word, you know, that you sensed even for this time that, that I think honestly, like what's <laughs> all of the answers yeah. for what we have need yeah. of are not too hard for God. They're not too and hard. And we have to trust him in this time and this season that he is doing something and working out something that is ultimately good and for our good and for his glory, mm -hmm. even in the midst of 
tremendous uncertainty. Totally. You know, and again, that goes back to trust. It goes back to oh, trust. Oh, trust is hard, eh? It is. It like is it really hard. is. You know, it's one thing to say, "Oh, I trust you, God." It's another thing when things shift that you're like. I don't know how this is even going to work out. Like, God, it's hard to trust when those big things start to shift, you know, jobs and all those things. Like it's, that's really where we get really challenged, but that is actually where God wants to meet us. Because we've put our hope in those things for too, like for too long. Our trust has been in those things. Yeah. Oh, I know, gosh. I know, and it's we're not crazy. diminishing, like you said, we're not diminishing no, the walking no, no, that no, out. No, no, no. But we are elevating. We're di- we're not diminishing the situation, but we are elevating the beauty of what God wants to do in those circumstances. That's exactly. It's not one or the other. We are actually just elevating God to say, "But God, this is God." But God in every situation, but God. You know, but God can get us through. Yes, have people lost things, or in the past have lost lost of, of devastation through time through the whole bible we see loss and pain oh, and devastation oh, yeah but god but, but god. god writes and yeah. i love like pastor barry was talking about the promise like god can give a promise but the provision we don't we can't control how or when that takes place yeah yeah you know or as far as the fulfillment how that's we're gonna see it how or, we're gonna or see it that was more the word see it unfold yeah that's yeah, right exactly. the promise and the, pr- the fulfillment of that promise the fulfillment yeah but but do in, we trust in it that's right and we got to believe in the provision yeah. every day that god gives us for that fulfillment to take place we got to believe that god is giving right. us a grace that is needed for today right. and if he's a god he says he is right that we can trust in the faithfulness wow. of God. So wow. I love it. But the scripture, yeah, I was just, I was reading um, in Second Kings. I'm in Second Kings right now. And I love the story of Elijah and Elisha. And this was one of the stories of Elisha. And this is a word that came to Elisha. It says, this is what the Lord says. This dry valley, and I believe prophetically, I'm just speaking this over everyone listening, that whatever that dry valley in your life is, if it's an emotional physical, financial, whatever it may be, but this dry valley will be filled with pools of water. You will neither see wind nor rain, says the Lord, but this valley will still be filled with water. You will have plenty for yourselves and your cattle and other animals, but this is only a simple thing for the Lord. So I love that because it says you will neither see wind nor rain, meaning you're not going to see the obvious that's going to provide that thing. You may not see it. You may have lost your job and think there's no way that there's no job, there's no opportunity. You may see neither wind nor rain, but God is going to create a pool of water and he's going to refresh you. He's going to renew you. He's going to provide for you in ways that are going to be supernatural. Now, does that mean we get to keep everything we have? Maybe not. not. Maybe not. And what does it, honestly, at the end of our lives, what does it matter? If we are, we're passing through, this is not our home. The homes we live in are not our real homes. They're just a rental space (laughs) for the rental bodies we're using. True. (laughs) Because our real spirit is our forever. Right. And God, like home in heaven is our forever. Yeah. Yeah. All this, we're just passing through. And it's just right. once again, a reminder of who's Lord, who owns all things anyways. And if God shifts things, yeah. our lives are not our own. We've been bought with a price. None of these things are ours. None of these things are really going to last. Yeah. And it's a, once again, a reminder of what's really important. This yeah. is temporal. Yes. Even our bodies are temporal. Yes. Everything we see is temporal. Yes. But God's word and he is eternal and yeah. our spirits will be eternal and there's an eternal home yeah. waiting for us. But God is saying there'll be pools of water. Yeah. It may be different 
may look different than what we think, but God is going to fill our spirits and we'll have more than what we need. And he will sustain and provide for us. It's a promise. He, it's a promise from him. And we can take his promise to like right to the bank. Like I love somebody that said that you take, you can count on it, Yeah. but it may look different than yes. what we think. Our yes. provision may look different, exactly. but we can trust it's a provision we need. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. You know, I, I, I was just thinking about, you know, the story of Abraham and Isaac, which is a story that God plays out in my own life over and over and over and over again. And I feel like almost at this time, like so many of us and even so many of you that are listening, you know, this really is a time of again, laying down your promise, Mm. that thing that you have put your hope in, that thing that maybe even you believe God has blessed you with or given you that is threatened at this time or maybe being taken away or maybe through circumstances that you, you know, just didn't see coming, but that it is a fresh season of laying down, like that we actually have to lay down all those things that are closest to our heart, all of those fears, all of those things that we're tight fisted are like we're holding onto with all of our might and our strength. Like God is literally in this season saying, lay that down, lay it down. Will you trust me? Will you trust me? And sometimes he's going to give it back to us even greater than he did before. And for others, he's going to remove it because it wasn't ours to have right now for whatever sovereign reason we don't understand. But we have to be willing with all of the dreams on our heart, with all of the hopes that we have for the future, with all of kind of what we carry and even our Mm. responsibilities, we have to be willing to lay it down before the Lord and ask him, God, is this for me? Do you, do you have, is this for me? Is this from you for this time in this way? That's so good. And be willing, like be Mm -hmm. willing to really, really search our hearts because it is a time of refining. It is a time where I think God is showing us what matters the most over everything else. And I just, I just keep seeing that running over my head, like just that story of Isaac, you know, and Abraham just walking up the mountain. And, and I feel like in our lives, like we are walking uphill Mm. in this season. It's not easy. It's not an easy climb. Everything is changing. The landscape looks completely different. The Lord knows he, he's our shepherd and he's leading us and he, he understands the landscape and he knows where he's leading us, but we don't. And it can be hard. The road can be hard, but I do think he's leading us to a place of having to lay down everything that we've held dear and lay it before him and then trust him with it. And if it, if it, if he gives it back to us, then he will give it back to us even better than it ever, ever was before. And if he doesn't, it's because it wasn't going to serve us. Yeah. And yeah. we have to trust him in that too. Yeah. But yeah. it's pretty crazy because I even, you know, even as you said, like, you know, will you be living in the same house? Maybe not. Will you, you yeah. know, yeah. will your life look the way that it always has? Maybe not. But does that mean it's going to be worse? No. Not not if we're trusting God, it's yeah. going to be way better, Yeah, way better Yeah, because what's happening in our spirit and right. our heart is going to be way better. Mm-hmm. All the stuff externally on the outside, it doesn't, it's not actually the most important things, mm-hmm. but I think we're having to literally look at all of it and just say, okay, God, like what's from you? That's it. It's all yours. And I'm yours. I'm willing. Whoa. I'm willing. Whoa. Yeah. That's beautiful yeah, that though. Is beautiful. But it's, Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. 
but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It is beautiful because we can't trust him. And he is good. Like God is good and he's so faithful. Yeah. And his grace is available for today. Yeah. And he will make pools of water. Yeah. Where it seems impossible. And we're talking about internal pools of living water that will flow as we choose life or death. Yeah. It will flow. God, it's just a simple thing for him to sustain us and to do the miraculous inside of us. Yeah. He can do it. We just got to choose to believe that he can. So, love that. so good. I mm-hmm. love that. Wow, that's beautiful. and so, so powerful. Well, you know, I've been doing this word study this year on the word confident and then other synonyms of confidence. So I've gone through all the scriptures in the Bible on confidence. And then now um, I just finished all the scriptures in the Bible on the word sure, because mm. that's another synonym. And now I've just started on the words bold, because that's <gasps> another word for confidence. And it's so, so exciting. And usually as we as we end the podcast, I say, you know, the scripture that says I have complete confidence in you, as in like God speaking that over our lives. But, but I actually want to end today with a prayer of our hearts, just saying that we have complete confidence in God. God, I have complete confidence in you and in your word, and in your faithfulness, and in your kindness towards us, and in your goodness. And I just pray that out, and I encourage you to just pray that out as well, Mm. and just align your hearts with that prayer that we have complete confidence in you, God. Even in what you're doing in this time, in this day, we have complete, we put our complete trust and our confidence in you. Amen. That's a beautiful way to end, and I say amen to that. Love it. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, so great. Yeah, you're all loved. We love you. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Awakening Moments Podcast, and you will find Lori and I at Lori Eitz Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. We'd love to connect with you.